What's going on guys, Sumi here with Thoughtcast. Today I'm gonna to talk about why the guys you like are not nice. What's up guys, welcome to Thoughtcast, a platform that's dedicated to holistic healing and getting you to be the best version of yourself. If you haven't done so already, definitely hit the like button if this video has helped you. And also, hit that little bell notification to get updates when we drop new videos and new content. So, with that being said, let's just dive right into the video. Why the guy you like is not nice. And and for lack of a better words, I'm just gonna say not nice. He's not reciprocating to you, he's not necessarily caring, he's ghosting you, he's using you for sexual and physical access. Look, I get these questions all the time. Why are men not interested in committing relationships? Why are men not nice anymore? Why are men not chivalrous? Why are men not gentlemen? First thing I want you to understand is that in a very, very raw biological sense, natural selection is designing us to go against each other and to breed for the best characteristics. So what it does in a very primitive and superficial mindset is it causes men to like the majority of women out there. Men are really attracted to 80% of the women out there in the world. And a lot of guys that might be watching this are like, no, I'm not attracted to eight out of 10 women. Well, it's because we have an influx of sexuality just in the way that we dress in public, the amount of women that we see on our cell phones, on Instagram reels, on TikTok, and obviously pornography. So we are seeing such a large level of sexual content, of promiscuous content, of female content, that we are now more selective in the women that we want. But in a generalistic primitive mind, men are attracted to 80% of women. On the flip side, women are only attracted to about 20% of men, if that, right? Women are a lot more selective. And the reason for this is, in a very primitive biological sense, once again, women are a lot more selective about people they engage with in sexual experiences. And it's because your body doesn't understand contraception. Your body doesn't understand that sex is for recreation now and not procreation. Your body thinks it's for having kids. So when a woman engages with a man, it thinks, oh my God, this is gonna be the father of my child. I need to really love this man. So it's very selective on the guys that you pick. So women are hardwired to pick guys that have really, really high level traits. Women are hardwired to go for the best guy. That's the whole idea of hypergamy. It's actually biologically beneficial for a woman. And a lot of times the characteristics that women go for, the bad boy traits, are not necessarily good in society today, but in a very primitive mindset, in a very past mindset, they were actually very good. Think of the male archetype for the bad boy. He's tall, he's aggressive, he doesn't care, he can be loud, he can be obnoxious, he's attractive, he's muscular, all these things, right? These are the things that would actually promote human beings for survival back in the day. See, back in the day, muscular strength, height, weight, just aggression and speed was really valued. In today's society, being more calculative, being more calm, being more controlled is more valued and more successful in today's logical parameters of society. Being taller doesn't help me type on the keyboard faster. Being more muscular doesn't really get me faster results in my job. It really doesn't. And so what I want you to understand is those traits that were very, very attractive back in the day are not necessarily valuable anymore, but we still retain this vestigial idea of attraction. Human beings still select for attractive qualities. So a lot of women still go for the guy that's six foot with a six pack, that's very aggressive, that's dominant, that's tall, that may not necessarily be so empathetic and nice. They don't go for the nice guys. They go for the guys that don't care because those characteristics were valued back in the day because they're quick and aggressive. Quick and aggressive was selected for in a survival environment. So a lot of things that women are attracted to, especially when they're young, are those bad boy archetypes and they are biologically hardwired into women. And so when you go for these guys that have these bad boy archetypes, that's not necessarily the bad thing there. But what's happening in society, especially with social media, is you have an abundance of attraction and attention coming towards any girl that's relatively attractive. Any girl that has like 1,000, 2,000 followers has dudes in her DM, has dudes DMing her. 
Dudes are literally just DMs on demand. And it becomes so easy for a guy to DM a girl now because the rejection is not necessarily as harsh. I can DM a girl sitting on my toilet. I can DM a girl in the shower. I can DM a girl in the comfort of my bed. And if she ghosts me, oh well, there's a million other girls I can talk to. There's a million other girls I can you know, engage with. I can delete the message to just not see it anymore. I can pretend it didn't happen. And I'm doing it in the comfort of my own bed. I'm not getting rejected in public. I'm not walking up to her. So women are getting a lot more attention digitally. And what happens is in the mind of a young girl or anybody really, if you're getting a lot of that attention, if you're getting tons of DMs every day, it makes you build an ego. And I'll tell you this very personally, like I have a large platform, I get hundreds of DMs every single day. I can see how people can build an ego. I truthfully can, because I'm not used to this. I'm not used to hundreds of people asking me for my advice or for asking me for guidance. And I'm blessed to have that opportunity. But for a young girl with a bunch of guys offering to take her out or you know fly her here or come on this yacht or be at this game with me from high level celebrities and high level CEOs and everybody in between, it can be very ego building. So a lot of times when women are young and in their quote unquote prime, they don't engage in long-term mating strategies. They engage in short-term mating strategies. They talk to guys, they use them, they have fun with them, but they don't necessarily settle down until they're ready, until they're ready to have kids in a family. And that age, that level of ready is getting pushed back farther and farther. For the first time ever in society, we have more women over the age of 30 that don't have kids that do. It's 50.4% of women that don't have kids and 49.6% of women that do. That is the first time it's ever happened in society. The age that we're settling down is becoming larger and larger. You have women that are not settling down in their prime. And a lot of girls are very quick to push men off and go for those high-level archetypes, those bad boy archetypes. And they'll engage with them, and they'll have fun with them, and they'll you know, spend time with them. And they understand, like, look, there's tons of guys out there. I can go and do whatever I want. But then what happens is there's two things. Number one, those women get older, and they then want to settle down. And they've created this lifestyle, and they've created this – this appetite for what those bad boy archetypes are bringing to them. The dinners, the movies, the yachts, the lifestyle, the games, everything, they have increased their appetite. An 18-year-old girl is not as hungry as a 35-year-old woman. I'm just keeping it real. You know, She's going to be cool with a, a Ciroc and you know a nice show. You get a girl that's 21, oh my god, you got a section at bottle service. Wow, this is so cool, right? And if this is you, awesome. If it's not you, whatever. But as you get older as a woman, you start selecting a lot more. Your standards go up. But in the marketplace of attraction in the sexual nature, your value is going down. For men, it's young is good and youngest is best. For women, it's more so about status, authority, game, and leverage. So as you get older in life, you want men that have their stuff together. A 35-year-old woman is going to want a man to have a house, to have a car, to have a job. Like These are the, the basic parameters. It's a lot different. A lot of girls that are younger just want you to have clout. They want you to be you know, somewhat leveraged in society. That's really it, and the standards are a lot lower. But what happens is as they get older, they now want to settle down. And you know a lot of people call this different things, but they're unable to find those guys that are looking for those long-term mating strategies because they can just go get girls that are younger and that are in that mindset. Because sex is so available in today's society, people are not getting married as more. Men are starting to realize they don't need to get in a committed partnership to have physical access to a woman, a very attractive woman. Back in the day, men had to be married to a woman to engage with her physically. There was no sex before marriage. Nowadays, it's drastically changed. Women can have sex before marriage, and it's very normalized. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. These are just the consequences of it. Even when it comes to having babies, right? Back in the day, if you had a child with a woman, you would marry her. Like, it was the thing that you had to do. I had a kid with her. I got her pregnant. I got to marry her. People are still not getting married if they have kids. They're just choosing to co-parent because men have such high levels of sexual access in society. And it's not even in the physical aspect. It's also in the psychological aspect with pornography and social media and all the things that you see where men can just engage and relieve themselves in ways that they've never been able to before. I mean, there's VR and AI doing this kind of stuff. It's a whole different world now, and it's very bad psychologically for men. 
but it exists. And over 90% of men engage in it. So you see women unable to settle down in long-term commitments because the guys that they want can now go for younger girls. But here's the area that you're missing here. There is a whole bracket of guys that are not getting that access. There's a whole bracket of guys that are doing well in society, but they're not chosen because they don't have those bad boy archetypes. And what I teach women and what I tell women a lot of times is you need to begin to redefine what you find as attractive because that primitive nature of what is attractive is not necessarily going to lead you to a more stable life. Going for the guy that is a little bit less attractive but is way more stable and is way more there for you and is way more empathetic is gonna make your life a lot smoother because look, attraction fades. People get old, people put on weight, people's faces don't necessarily stay as young as they're supposed to be. You know, when you look at the data, people don't wake up at 50 saying, oh my God, my wife is so hot. I'm so glad I married a hot 21-year-old wife when I had the chance. It doesn't work like that. They care about the communication. As you get older in life, what you'll find out is it's not about looks. It's about the chemistry the commitment, the compatibility, the stability, the trust that you have in that relationship. That's what makes you happy. And the people that become successful at very high levels of life learn to delay gratification. They learn to look for what's more important for them in the future than in the present moment. They look to put off the present luxuries and temptations and pleasures to allow long-term growth in life. So ladies, when you're looking for people in relationships, go for a guy that makes sense for you for the future, not for the guy that's going to really make your life lit right now, not for the guy that's going to allow you to have a good Saturday night. Look for the guy that's going to allow you to have a great Sunday morning. Look for the guy that's going to make sure that you're taken care of. Redefine the characteristics that you want in a man. And a lot of women do this, and they do it very, very late where they're 35, where they're 40, and now they want the good guy. Now they want their ex-boyfriend. Now they want the guy that loved them in college, and they regret it. I talk to women every single day. They're out of their prime. They start fading out of it sexually, and then they want to settle down with the good guy, and then they want to marry the guy that really cared about them. But that guy doesn't care anymore. That guy doesn't want anymore because now he understands that you're in a position where you feel like you're losing value, and now I have to settle down with you? Uh Uh-uh. You had your chance before. There's resentment there. And this is also bad for those guys that are those bad boy archetypes because it's creating a small substrate of men that are getting access to all the women. Like the top one, two, three, four, five percent of guys and in those layers get access to all the women out there by the droves. And they become egotistical. They become narcissistic. And they engage in short-term mating strategies that don't necessarily allow them any stability in life. And it's actually very, very harmful for them because they're constantly just jumping around woman to woman to woman to physical interaction to physical interaction. And they have no stability in their life. And they have these pockets and these pools of ex-partners that have resentment, that have hatred, that have fixation, that have obsessive characteristics, that are needy, that are available. And it's a mix of inconsistency in their life. This is not good. This is very damaging. The top 1% of guys, those athletes, those celebrities, they get access to every single girl out there. And they begin to devalue women as a whole. They begin to look at women as just physical pleasure. And it's a very, very bad mindset to be in. And it prevents them from being good fathers. It prevents them from being good husbands. It prevents them from really creating a life of stability and happiness. Life really starts when you start caring about somebody else. I firmly believe that. And for all of you guys that don't agree with me, just get a little bit older. It'll hit you at one point. But the sooner that you realize that life begins when you start caring about other people and you start taking responsibility for somebody else's happiness, incongruence with yours, that's when you mature. And your happiness in a relationship starts to really start happening when you start to redefine what's attractive to you. And for guys, you got to go for the girls that are attractive first, right? You have to be attracted to her. But go for the women that are trusting, that are caring, that are empathetic, that exhibit characteristics of a wife. Not the girl that's just really hot that goes out and parties and has good physical interactions with you. You don't want that girl. That girl is nothing but attractive. All she has is her looks. Like, that's, she's good looking? That's it? That's all you like her for? That's the lamest and most empty life to live. I know so many guys that date girls that are just good looking and they date them because they're just good looking. 
These girls have no characteristics outside of that. Don't go for these women. Go for the girls that want stability, that want structure. And when you look at all these dating podcasts out there and all these guys are telling you to go for these young girls, some of these young girls are not ready. They're not in the mindset. It might be better for you to go for a girl that kind of understands like, look, I need a good guy in my life. A girl that has redefined what she wants in her life. Those girls will give you happiness and stability because that young girl, the moment that something doesn't make sense for you, that immaturity and that volatility will pop up and she'll decide to go with somebody else, not understanding that you're the best that you could have ever had. And on the flip side, ladies, go for the guy that stands outside your archetype. Every single girl is going to go for the guy that's six pack, six foot, six figures, living the lifestyle, doing this, that, and the third. Like every girl's going for this guy. Go for the guy that's building his career. Go for the guy that's stable at home. Go for the guy that doesn't go out. Go for the guy that stays in his lane. Go for the guy that will care about you and love you and really be there for you. Because as you both get older in life, it's not going to be about the lifestyle, the flash. It's going to be about the chemistry that you have with each other. As long as you have each other, you're going to be okay. I hope this makes sense, guys. If you have any questions on anything I said, you can definitely drop them down in the ThoughtCast community below. It's a completely free community. I've created it and put a lot of hard work into it. And there's a ton of resources that you can access completely free. That being said, if you ever want to connect with me, the links are down in the description below. And until next time, Sumi out.